Today on the show, we debut our new segment where we take your Facebook questions. And if you own a Vizio television, you're going to want to hear this. You won't believe what they got caught doing. All that and more, Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Salutations, I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and you're listening to show number 165. Yes. yes. That's right, we're back, baby. We're back. And it hasn't been that long, I'm saying maybe 14 days. That's it, tops. Yes. And you should know this, that there was supposed to be a show seven days ago, I think it might have been 21 days actually, but four, uh, seven days ago, but there was some Overwatch drama going oh, yeah. on here at the Tech 411 Studios. But know this, that Mac and Todd have made up and the show will continue. <laughs> <laughs> Were people worried? Well, there was a moment there where Mac was so disrespectful to Todd Moore, co-founder of Tech 411, that we thought twice about having Mac on the program at all. And by we, I mean me. And that's why Oscar, in front of Oscar right now, is a book to help him communicate with millennials. Yes. And I need to read that book as well. <laughs> uh, because I clearly have you know a hard what? time talking to millennials. Didn't want to plug it, but I will. <laughs> and I'm just starting this, so I'll give you my full review. But so far, uh, triple, triple A. Like, it is A++++. Uh, the crisis of disengagement, how apathy, complacency, and selfishness are destroying today's workplace by one of my professors, Andrew J. Sherman. You might want to read that as well, Mac. Yeah. This is about you. It is? Yes. I'll read it. <laughs> Mac is here. Todd is here, as you know. And we're doing a little something different for show 165. We are going to social media and answering your questions. Before this is a first. We, yeah, before we get into the topics that we want to get into. Well, I, honestly, I think the topics that we want to get into actually align with really? what everyone's writing. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm skeptical about Rod Rodriguez's question right now, but uh, let's start with Facebook question time. All right. First come, first serve. Again, Tech 411 show is where Todd, our Facebook page is where Todd uh, asked this question. And it was you know pretty straightforward. Recording the show today. Got any tech news you want discussed? Mike Goodwin, one of our Tech 411 listeners and fans of the program, said that he has recently heard scuttlebutt related to Microsoft changing the look of Windows 10, but doesn't have any details. Thanks for nothing. Uh, <laughs> Windows 10 is relevant because yeah. I don't think people really thought that this Windows rollout was going to be the juggernaut it currently is. Well, they just released the anniversary update to Windows 10, and it was a pretty big update, uh, really focused on creative types. I think they're trying to win that over. Uh, from Apple, which has traditionally been... It's what, happening. Yeah. It's happening. The idea that I'd ever see a Surface and people having like to really gauge if they were going to get a MacBook Pro or a Surface Pro, you could have you bet me that six years ago and I'd be like, they're never coming back. It's over. Yeah. They lost the game. They're back. Their stock is at an all-time high and they are a multi-billion dollar business and they're, they really have transcended the way that people have perceived uh, Microsoft in the past five years. They're, they're making some really, really great decisions over at Microsoft. Case in point, I recently ported White Noise to the Xbox, and you can actually download it on the Xbox today. 
Uh, we put it out last week and it was so easy. Once I've already built it on Windows 10, it was a no brainer. You basically have to just go in and go, okay, yeah, I'm gonna add support for a game controller. And it was easy, it was so easy. It pretty much works right out of the box. And that's what's great about uh, Microsoft's new direction, the fact that I can publish to Windows 10, to their tablets, to their phone, to their gaming console, all with the same applications. Pretty cool. Also, it's important to note that in the past, it has not been as a, well, there was not as a harmonious relationship between developers and Microsoft, especially for apps, simply because Apple made it so easy for people to develop for their, by giving all the developers all the tools they needed to develop for their platform, that Android and Microsoft really didn't offer all those tools at the beginning of this mobile revolution. So the idea that you're actually developing for Windows now without them courting you at a level where they're paying you to develop, which they did at one point, yeah, right, is mm -hmm. pretty phenomenal now. Yeah, well, Microsoft has always had a really great development environment. Their IDE, Visual Studio, is fantastic, and it's something I kind of uh, spent most of my career working with. So their tool set was there. What, what Mike is asking is, are they going to drastically change the interface? And I don't think so, Mike. No. Uh, that was called Windows 8, and it was a huge flop. And that's why many people stopped supporting the Windows platform because of that huge disaster. It was horrible then, right? It was, it was, it was so bad. And I actually wrote white noise for Windows 8, and I, it was so frustrating to work in that environment. And they had all these crazy... Uh, design requirements that made no sense. Like everything had to be hidden away. You couldn't have any, they called it Chrome on the screen. You couldn't have, you know, a menu system and a toolbar and all that. They wanted to just get rid of all of that. And at the same time, they just made it so difficult to use software that was built for this platform. It was the worst decision uh, Microsoft could have ever made. And, and, it's, and it's probably their biggest mistake that, that I know of to date. Um, and I don't think they're going to go back to that. I don't think they're going to drastically change the interface. No. People love Windows no, just great. because that start menu button is always in the bottom left since <laughs> Windows 95, and we love it there. And we and, and now that they've uh, made some... I, I really like Windows 10. I love it. I think I love it's, it. it's great. I finally got a Windows machine, and it's intuitive. It's not hard to find things like it was on Windows 8. I couldn't find anything yeah. on Windows. Well, that's the thing. Everything was do. hidden. I said, where do I go to find yeah. the settings of the control panel? It's awful. And now I can, so I'm happy about that. Great question, Mike. Hopefully, it'll stay the way it is because it's clearly successful. So why would they change something that's had so much success? Let's go to Rod Rodriguez. Hearing rumors that the new iPhone will cost around $1,000. Why? And how good or bad will this affect the company down the road? Mm -hmm. uh, if you And again, this is I've just I've heard my, that rumor too, by the way. This is just my 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 the the context i have right apple at every corner has been counted out for the past two years with their iphone like they've hit the shelf they're not innovating anymore and then you see these gangbuster numbers that come out as far as iphone 7 sales right is it the 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 game changer i mean i own the phone i've seen the plus i said i've firsthand shannon has the 7 plus takes great photos but it's it's not really it's not something that I, unless i really needed an upgrade i would i'm so happy about right yeah it's just like wow it but, was a it was a small upgrade yeah, but as far as the iphone 
eight is is concerned or 10 some people are calling it because you know 10th anniversary yeah, 10th mm-hmm. anniversary um uh, i have to believe they have to come out swinging regardless of how many units yeah. they sold this past year right so that's the big rumor is the reason they removed the headphone jack because honestly they didn't need to remove it but very annoying by the way someone that's living with that yeah very annoying you you don't like it they're yeah I, every time i go to jack in yeah I'm like, oh, you got to get the adapter out, the this, dongle. This lightning cable. <laughs> and by the way, the dongle's made to lose. I have it in my backpack. Yeah. I'm just waiting to lose it. Right. Waiting to lose it. Yeah, and way, you probably will. Case. And you're going to you're going to lose your AirPods and like so that's how they make a lot of money because you're going to lose all these things and you have to buy them again. It's the cost of being in on the front lines. <laughs> that's really what it is. Mac Mac Macintosh. About the just AirPods. I was going to say they actually came out with an update for the AirPods, uh, actually a software update where they will actually have the AirPods beep loudly if if you use Find My iPhone for your AirPods. Mm. You can it, actually find them. Yeah, but this is the problem. I mean, if they fall out of your ear in the middle of nowhere. Uh, then, or yeah, a workout. Yeah. You, then they're lost. I don't know how, what type of, I try to care for my devices as much as I can, mm-hmm. but I know that if I have too little, it's basically, you're taking one headphone with a string on it and then taking the string off of it, making it wireless, and then asking me to find one of them later on, odds are I'm just going to roll with one of them, like a Bluetooth device. I basically have a Bluetooth again. That's what's going to happen. I went to the store yesterday. I was at Apple and I said, hey, do you guys have those AirPods? I just want to look at them, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pay $170 at this point in my life. I'm past that. And I look at him, and he's like, yeah, they're sold out. Should have come yesterday. And I said, well, how fast are you selling these out? He said, every time they come in, same day, gone. Really? They have a, an app that lets you know what, what stores are available with them. But That's they a, had manufacturing problems. I mean, it could just it. be a volume the issue. The idea that they're still selling them at this click <clears throat> blows my mind. Yeah. And all the speculation I had about them being late to market and issues that they were going to have with the first generation AirPods. I'm being told by my friends that own the AirPods, I was wrong. About that they, that they, they're dynamic. They love them. They, they absolutely love them. Love them. Hmm. I would put a wire between them so I didn't lose them. You know? Yeah. So basically going back to the previous version. Yeah. Yeah. The guys that I know have them love them. I haven't heard one complaint about them. Okay. Well, uh, to get back to the question, why is it going to cost a thousand dollars? Again, I was saying they removed the headphone jack because they want the iPhone eight. It's not going to have a headphone jack. It's going to be very special. But they wanted to get the kind of uh, the heat, you know, get that out of the way. Oh, it's like it's like the pre breakup. Yeah, it's like, hey, babe, you know, I'm probably going to be busy for the month of actually the months of November and December. But we're gonna get back together in January, so you're like, right. all right, like things things are gonna get a little crazy. Yeah, things are gonna get to a place where you may be uncomfortable, but now that you're uncomfortable, now we can really lay the hammer down. I'm moving yeah. to Texas, and it's gonna be long distance for a year. Yeah, so let's yeah. get ri- let's get people <laughs> acclimated to that. You yes. know? And then and then hit them with something really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, if you believe Robert Scoble, who says the iPhone 8 will be a sheet of glass. All glass, baby. Where it has AR properties and you can put it right up to your face and it's going to revolutionize AR. Didn't we see like a hologra- holographic AR technology demoed in Hong Kong like four years ago? Is it the HoloLens? Mm. No, we, no we, we saw some other presentation where... That was a marketing thing. But, right? it was, but still, right? It was, yeah. it was one of these deals where... 
A, that technology should be prevalent around the states by now. It's been four years, right? Mm -hmm. But Mac, I tell you when you have like this holographic virtual reality world, this exists already in other markets. And I know we've talked about this at length. I'm excited about for the all glass iPhone. Will I pay a thousand dollars for it? I'm sure I will finance it like I do everything yeah. else. And so will everyone else yes. who loves their iPhone. Um, so that's why it's going to cost a thousand dollars because they can charge it. Um, and I don't know if I necessarily believe that that Apple's gonna gonna make a phone that's just glass and it's gonna have AR properties. That would be I mean, a huge step. I just don't. I think we'd see we'd see that before Apple actually releases their product. So I'm not quite buying that, but I do think that they did get rid of that headphone jack to kind of take take the heat now so that when they do the 8, it's going to be a, a, a major update to the phone. I believe it will be a major update. I'm excited for it. Uh, the seven's not that, that doesn't blow my skirt up. Uh, let's move to another question that has to do with AR and VR, and then we'll go back to uh, a, a separate topic. But Marty Ruiz, a good friend of mine, lives in Orlando. My good friend, I haven't seen him in five years, but we were friends when he lived in the area. The direction of social media with the integration of VR and AR, he's asking what we see the direction of social media going as the integration of AR and VR come along. I think VR is so expensive right now. It's not being done right unless you have these powerful machines and you're spending two, two, three K to get in that uh, social media, that's my take really doesn't have to cater to that audience yet and offer all these tools to have that uh, experience like, well, go to the next level. At the same time, Oculus, Zucker, Zuckerberg yes. bought Oculus, Oculus for what, uh, a two or $3 billion. I get it. So, I'm not saying there isn't going to be integration. I'm saying that the runway for that is probably three to five years for us to like commonly use that. Yeah. Right? Well, and it's probably going to come in the form of mobile. And I, and yes. I think you know that that's where it's going to be because you already have your phone. Um, and if Apple is coming out with a sheet of glass that you can just wear on your face and it won't look, you know, awkward like Google glass, uh, you know, that biggest regret, I think that's the ultimate thing. That's what everybody wants to be able to walk into a room or walk into a grocery store and just immediately know who are these people around me? Do I know them? Are they friends? And if they are there, you know, Oh, Oscar's in aisle three, I'll go, I'll run over there and say hello. Yeah. And a lot of people want that. A lot of companies have been started to try to solve that problem. I think the, you know, Facebook's in the best position to actually solve it since they have everyone's data and everyone's location. If they can get their metrics right, we'll get that to uh, to that story a little later in the program. Uh, but I agree with you, Todd. Uh, let's go to our next question. Dan Collins writes, cutting the cord with a with a jailbroke fire stick. Okay. The use of the Cody and its apps on the Fire Stick. So I, I'm going to interpret what Dan is asking. I guess he's cut Was the cord. Was there a question there? Yeah, he, no, these are just statements. Oh, he just wants us yeah, to yeah, talk about yeah. so how great Cody is. He's cut the cord with a Fire Stick, and now mm -hmm. he uses Cody. Yeah. A lot of people don't know okay. what Cody is. I learned about it because the, uh, 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 someone I'm associated with unfortunately has one and he talks about it all the time on his major radio program talks about it all, all the time uh, I never knew there was a box like this but yeah. could you explain the box to people that don't know what a Cody is it's like a magical box that lets you stream any kind of media from what? any other person streams another word for steal right instantly I didn't say steal <laughs> you know but you know that you, you basically get 
movies that are in the theater and you don't have to pay for them. That's stealing. Yeah, I think it is stealing. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. stealing. It's not stealing if the original's still there. What do you mean? That's the that's the argument pirates have. Okay. Just it's not stealing because we're not actually taking it. They still have it. Okay, but but okay, let's t- let's take your let's live in the real world, not Fantasy Island. It's stealing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was making the argument that's a flawed argument. I heard these boxes could pick get be picked up on Amazon. Um, is that true or untrue? Well, you you download the software for free. Yes. And you can it's been ported to like every freaking device. But I guess the person I was talking to, which I don't talk to anymore, by the way, don't come after me. Uh, said that they box they bought a bought it on Amazon. And it was ready to go. Really? Which is really weird to think Ooh. that something like that's out there. But it's the internet, right? Yeah, fly, fly by night shop. Yeah, sure. uh, Cody's only as good, I would say, as you know your risk level that you want to take in life. I always feel like if you're stealing something, you're gonna get a letter in the mail, just like. Uh, Metallica sent out years ago. And just to be clear, it's not like when you install Cody, it it doesn't come with this capability. It's really about See, I don't playing. Know it's like a, a souped up media player. That's a media player. Where, you know, my brother has like 10 terabyte hard drive that he uses Cody to to play all these movies, yes. you know, that but he's is, collected. Is, I guess, is Cody, is a Cody box a gateway to illegal? It, it can be and okay. it works really well okay. if you install these, you know, plugins. Got it. I always, but also these plugins come from. I mean, I imagine for some reason I feel like I'm down. I would be downloading ma- malware. Oh, absolutely. And then I'm downloading all this me? other stuff. Like, you, <laughs> like you got to be careful. This is all bad news, right? Oh, that's the thing. These plugins, man, they're just like riddled with that crap. So you got to be careful what you do, what you install, uh, and, and never put put it on a on a production. I wouldn't. Just, I don't think it's worth uh, the risk. Uh, Zoolander uh, writes in from the Michael Mara show. Can we get a ding for him? He's uh he's one of the nicest guys out there in support of the program. Thank you. Elon Musk is tunneling. Maybe yeah. and and he's apparently in, inspecting a tunnel in DC. The last I heard Elon Musk and he's also being inspected by OSHA, uh <laughs> which is a lot going on Tesla is, not him personally. Right. There the t- the first I heard of this tunneling was not the Hyperloop, but the idea that he wanted to get from his his office in California to the airport in a shorter time span yeah. and that's like effort i'm gonna make a tunnel yeah and you know they're trying to build this like uh, high speed train and you know that's where he came out and said hyperloop it'll be cheaper it'll be faster 30 minutes from you know san francisco to la he wants to solve la traffic which is the worst traffic in this country and he wants to do it by uh digging tunnels and using his hyperloop what was interesting is he tweeted a photo um, from a 26-foot diameter tunnel running two miles uh, under D.C. So he, he's getting a tour. He's looking at the actual Wait, machinery. Wait, is that the tunnel that goes from one end of the Capitol to the other? I don't know where it actually Let goes me pull this or what up. the purpose is, but it's pretty impressive. He tweeted the photo, so he was walking this tunnel. Uh, and I don't know if it's two miles under D.C. That's what Well, that's what his tweet says. Um, but it is a couple miles long. Yeah, he toured a two and a half uh, mile long tunnel along the Anacostia River. Wow, I didn't know this. This is, this is the tweet from Elon. Traffic is driving me nuts. I'm going to build a tunnel boring machine and just start digging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what he tweeted. Right? Gotta love this guy. And he's going to probably do it. He's look at, he, Then he tweeted the photo of this German... 
uh, machine that actually made the DC tunnel. Um, but he, he won't uh, answer any any follow-up questions about it. So everyone's, uh, of course, now this is a huge conversation point. Like, what's he doing? Is okay. he really going to do this? So A, in DC, I think it would be almost impossible simply for uh, national security uh, issues that would be involved. But who knows what's, what, you know, what the government actually has. But this is what our local News 4 affiliate is reporting. That tunnel... It was apparently it's made for DC Water, uh, who supplies water for the city. Completed uh, the Anacostia River Tunnel in November. The tunnel's 23 feet in diameter and diverts sewage from the river. It runs from the southeast DC to near RFK Stadium, for those of you in the area, to the other side of the river near the Anacostia Metro Station. So apparently it's just for piping, but you could yeah. definitely drive a car in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or put a train in it. Yeah, put a tube. Yes. Put a vacuum tube. Pretty wild. Uh, I, I do want to see... I, I Look, I love Elon Musk and what he's done for not just PayPal, but Tesla, SpaceX. Like, I mean, you name the hits. We're fans. But of all the ideas he's talked about, this is the one thing where I'm like, all right, man. Like, how much stuff can you have on your plate? Right. Like, now you're going to start some sort of ex- excavation. And I know that you might be joking about it, but let's... Let's focus. People live and die by your tweets and the information that you disperse. Yeah. Well, he gave away the technology, right? Like they came out with the Hyperloop yeah. and he's like, I'm too busy to make this. Someone make this. Someone make it. Yes. Here, here are the plans. And in Vegas, they're building a, a full scale one. Yeah. As far as I know, in the desert, Nevada. Not well, they, yeah, they did a test. Apparently this works. Yeah. Like now, this could solve a lot of problems. Who's going to do it first? We'll find out. Uh, but that was interesting. I, I definitely, I saw that pop up on my feed like i want to say a few weeks maybe a week ago or a few days ago and i said what is this guy up to now we've got multiple questions and this wraps up our tech 411 facebook question corner we'll probably have to come up with a better name than that <laughs> uh but people want to talk about net neutrality uh, we've covered net neutrality here on the program multiple times but there has yeah. been you know a lot of i guess assumptions being made people are are asking what will the new administration do about net neutrality? Can you in a thumbnail, Todd, explain? Because you had to do it for me the first time. And again, maybe to our new listeners and our current listeners that might have forgotten, what is net neutrality and what is at stake now? Well, net neutrality, um, and I, there's probably a lot of definitions floating around, but in my mind, it's treating all data equally, meaning uh, there are no fast lanes. Data is data and it'll all be treated and routed the same. And that in my mind is net neutrality and that's really what uh, I think as a consumer, everybody wants that. I guess when Tom Wheeler was the chairman of the FCC, he um, was able to use uh, Title II of the Telecommunications Act and classify the internet as a utility, right? And by doing that, um, he was able to ensure that, you know, we couldn't get in that situation we were in with Netflix and Comcast, where Comcast, Verizon were slowing down Netflix, right? Because they have their own content that they want, you know, their customers to use. It it is a total conflict of interest when you have ISPs that also are content now are producers. Like media companies. Yeah, they're media oh, yeah. companies. So obviously Comcast, from a business perspective, wants you to get their internet, but they also want you to rent their movies. But people like you and me, we want 
to use Netflix. We want to yeah, use whatever's Apple most TV, convenient. whatever. You know, like but we want options, right? You want options. Like sometimes Google has 99 cent movies and I want to stream from them. Sometimes Amazon uh, has, has free movies yes. and I want to stream from them. So the ISPs making that decision to throttle back services that are not theirs is a major problem. And, and so that's what, you know, net neutrality is um, about. We're, we're trying to, to make sure that these big cable companies, that are now ISPs, mobile operators. Media companies. Yeah, making sure that they're giving fair access to the entire internet. This conversation gets a little sticky, uh, gets stickier, I guess. If you really look at, uh, let's see, a direct TV, right? Mm-hmm. With Time Warner. Now that now offers su- a, a, a bundle that I that I look at and I think maybe I should leave Verizon if they're going to give me direct TV or they're going to give me some sort of incentive for switch, switching to AT&T, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, this is this is crazy. Like, how is this happening? And then on the other side, and just to clarify, it's AT&T and DirecTV. That if Verizon is offering media, and if Comcast is offering media, and if DirecTV is offering media, and now they've got this this mobile arm, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, how can you be in the space without the conflict if of all the dollars are in the owning the media, A, and then also delivering it? Yeah, it, it's a monopoly, right? So this is what we're trying to prevent from happening because it already happened with uh, we saw what happened with Netflix and customers were uh, upset because you know they were seeing a slowdown of their Netflix videos when they were using Comcast and Verizon networks um, and Verizon and Comcast wanted um, Netflix to pay them money yeah that's because, the, that's the biggest player at this point because they're hogging all they say you're hogging well, yeah. all this bandwidth well yeah a third of the internet is a Netflix yeah that's how much is streamed um, so, you know, from, from the cable companies, you can kind of see their point like, Hey, you know, this isn't even our traffic and it's, bog- it's bogging our networks yeah. down. Okay. But at the same time, I'm paying you for that. Like I'm paying for you. you so you can't use it. You I don't think figure you- it out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I want the Netflix. So that's what I, what I, you know, the way it should be is if I want fast streaming Netflix, I'm going to pay my ISP for more bandwidth. And that's kind of what we have. But then they put on these, you know, these caps sometimes yes. where, and, and now the problem is becoming this zero, it's called zero rating. And what that means is you're having some of these companies going, well, you know, we're, we're going to throttle you once you reach a certain point. But if you use uh, this music service, we won't even count that towards your your total threshold. Oh and so God. that's called zero rating. And that's equally as bad uh, because, you know, it, it sounds good on paper, right? Like, and I've seen it firsthand um, at my company. All of a sudden, I was getting massive amounts of streaming from Rhapsody. And I'm like, what's going on here? I didn't think Rhapsody was that good of a service. What are they doing? That's different. And what they did was they did a deal with T-Mobile where it was going to be zero rated and people could use Rhapsody and they wouldn't be charged for the bandwidth. And all of a sudden, what does that do? It makes people use a lot of Rhapsody. And, and it was totally 
artificial because of this zero ready. Yeah, you're like, that, well, I guess I, now I have to use this. And I and I was blown away. I was like, and I spent and who a week. Thought Rhapsody was still alive. Yeah, I know. And I spent a week like supporting. I was like, Rhapsody's a new thing. And then it died <laughs> because T-Mobile got rid of it. Got rid of that zero rating deal. So I've seen it firsthand. Like it, that is unfair as well. I mean, and it's tough as a consumer. You're like, I want free stuff. Like it's hard yeah. to say no to free stuff. No, that's. But at the same time, that's kind of the same problem where you're having these giant corporations saying it's okay to use this, you know, music streaming service, but it's not okay to use this, and that that's a that's a real problem. Also, it, it, the lines are blurred now for these media companies that I, they're not just serving the content, the actual infrastructure that the media is being consumed on, but they're also software companies to an extent, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, they are, they have to serve the software that's going to give their viewers and their users the best experience possible. And Comcast, love them or hate them, they, with the X1 box, Who loves has, <laughs> I love, I'm telling you that X1 box is the, yeah. the, the user interface for that new platform, which I waited forever to get and I don't, don't know why. It is, so great that what? I am. If you, until you see it, you can't knock it. Really, I'm telling you, I wanted nothing. I wanted to look for another provider. They weren't giving me my juice. Didn't do anything. That box came, and the Siri function. I call it the Siri function. Works right. better than it does on the iPhone, and it hmm. is like really. It's worth whatever hassles you have to yeah. go through to have. But that at the same time, interface. you know they're they're forcing you to use that that box. Yeah, and I'm look. It's and by the way, this and they're volumes. triple bundling the whole thing and making you get a landline yeah. you don't even need. I, look, I may be the mark. All I want is a pipe, and I don't want the guy who sells me the pipe to be the guy that sells me content. <laughs> and that's the problem we're in. A series, you know, conflict of interest. Oh, there. absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so that is that is it for Tech Four One One Listener Question Corner on Facebook. Uh, quick heavy hitters. I, uh, that actually went longer than I thought it was, but why not continue? Vizio came out with some news this past week, where really, as far as a uh, television company is concerned, uh, A plus plus for bringing you an affordable, high end television that would at times remarkably last longer than some of these major brands in my experience. Like I would buy, you buy a $500 Vizio and you're like, oh, that Vizio is still working, but my X top tier brand is gone, right? They found a way to make a better TV for a better price and been doing it for years and they broke in and they've got market share and then boom, you hear, well, hey, did you also know that they've been recording all your viewing habits and they're taking that data? Man. Which was shocking and also kind of took Vizio a, a, a notch down in, 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 my, in my books where I was like, man, you're taking my data and you're not telling me this is what we talk about all the time on the show. Yeah. And I've always recommended Vizio. I still, you know, it's an American company. Yeah. I believe in them. Um, but, you know, there's times where you need to ask yourself a question. How, are, how is this company able to produce an American television set that is highly competitive in price compared to, you know, what we're getting from, from Samsung and other television companies. You have to, and I've always wondered that I'm like, how are they able to do this? And I think we have our answer. Yeah. Look, uh, any, any headline you might've seen online alludes to this, but this is the most damning. 
that the FTC's case against Vizio illuminates terrible tech industry habit. And now this is painting with a broad brush, but overall, Vizio has a $2.2 million settlement with the FTC and New Jersey to prove it. The electronics giant paid to settle allegations that installed software on its smart TVs to track what people watch without getting their consent. That is huge. We've had this story on before. I don't know if it was necessarily Vizio. It wasn't Vizio. uh, This is the first we're talking about with Vizio. This is the situation with smart televisions. Um, And there is tremendous value in, in the data, right? What are people watching? Just think about Nielsen. Like those kinds of ratings, being able to do that when you're a TV manufacturer and, and, you know, I like to think that they're not doing anything evil. And I, and I you know, I don't think they're um, marketing your data individually. They're probably aggregating it and, you know, providing this as kind of uh, trends that they end up selling. I could be wrong. Or they could use that information to really forecast what people want and sure well that's what it's all about right right? like i in in all of my apps i have aggregated user data i want to know the features that people are using within my apps yes um give them a better experience so that i guess that's the question is what are they doing with the data um you shared the article with me a few weeks ago and said hey you need to go turn this off and i checked my my tv setting and it was on. It was enabled. So I went and disabled. Everyone needs to do that. Super easy. All the directions, you can find it anywhere on the web. So at least there's a way to turn it off. Yes. It's just, it's the, the same old thing. You're going to be opted in by and default. They, and you should at least have, look, if you don't want to read the disclaimer when it pops up, if you don't want to do that's on you, right? <laughs> who's, got, who's got that kind yeah. of time? But the vagueness that the FC, FTC found of Vizio's language yeah. is what got them. It was so vague that it didn't explicitly say, we are taking this data. We are monitoring what you're watching. This is, this, is, this is the way this works. You can get past not reading the text and saying, okay, and moving on with your life. They just didn't offer that. And then now they're paying for it. Now, $2.2 million isn't a lot of money for a company like Vizio. And I'm sure that that's just going to open up the floodgates to more uh, lawsuits because that's just what happens here. But as our friend Nate from Pop Song Tech said at one point, Todd, the data is the new oil, mm-hmm. and you can use that any way you'd like, and people are willing to give it to you. I'm willing to give you my data. Just tell me that it was in the disclaimer, or let me know. Give me a heads up. Right. Right. Yeah, and let us know that you know this is why we're getting a cheaper price. Um, even Amazon has released like their tablets with with advertising to to lower the costs, and they're very upfront about that. Um, and maybe this that's the same situation. They can save us a few hundred bucks by, you know, making sure this feature is enabled. Uh, One thing, though, to note is if you have one of these TVs, the feature is kind of like the the name of the feature is vague. It's called smart interactivity. Yeah. You're like, Like, what the hell does that even mean? How about if I think I'm going to turn that off, I think that my smart TV is not going to be a dumb TV. Smart interactivity. Right? Like, if I set that off, is it not going to do all the things I paid for yeah. it to do? Like, why? Well, it sounds like I need to turn that on. If like, I toggle why would, that, right? You're like, yeah. that's got to be on if I want yeah. smart interactivity. I need to have that feature. And then it turns out, oh, that, that means they're spying on you. Yeah. Watching what you're doing. That's rough. And, it, and so. for a guy that wants to be watched, like me, it still <laughs> doesn't, didn't sit well, right? Didn't sit well. Uh, moving on quickly, speaking of metrics, Facebook has had not a small issue, but... 
two really large missteps as far as their Facebook ads are concerned. I have purchased Facebook ads for the podcast I'm on here and there. Nothing like really backbreaking. We're like, I can't believe I spent thousands of dollars and they told me this worked or I put a video mm-hmm. on Facebook for an ad. You know, if you put them all together over my lifetime, yes, I could see that happening, whether it's a marketing world or, or, or my podcast world. But Facebook has just recently agreed to an external audit of its metrics following this data controversy. And I bring this up now because ideally what you charge potential advertisers is based in a Facebook world on views and click-throughs and really any mobile world of, of ads, right? Mm-hmm. And Facebook had twi- has twice already had to come out and correct the number of clicks or views of their that, videos. They were, that they were it's, attributing yeah. to their videos. Yeah. And for a big company like this, which one of their cornerstones is ad sales, that's a big deal. Oh, it's a huge deal. Right? Like those numbers need to be accurate. And if I'm- And you're banking on that. As a small business owner, as a media buyer, you're banking on all of that being accurate. It's it's a tech company for God's sakes. Right. Yeah, but, oh man, like if, if it's not accurate and they're fudging the numbers, that's really bad. Right? Big problem. You know, I've spent- uh, a ton of money on Facebook. Yeah, I knew that. That's and, why I was like, I wonder how Todd. And I about never this. questioned the charts. You know, I never questioned how many app installs I was getting when I spent this amount of money. And now you're now I'm just like, well, are these numbers legit? Independent audit. And now this is a proactive move from Facebook, but they really had no choice in my point of view. Where you can't take money from people and claim you're giving them this, mm-hmm. and then come out you know, a year to six months later in this case and say, we might've been doing it wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think you have every right to write back and say, Hey, explain how this affected me. If you bought those type of ads that they were reporting wrong. Yeah. A couple of Facebook probably just would give your money back. I imagine, but I haven't had the chance to talk to anybody directly. That's been affected this way. And also has maybe found some sort of recourse. I've halted all marketing on Facebook. Wow. Shut it down. Was it not Shut bringing it you back the results? Um, I was I was actually able to find something else that worked better. Wow. Outside of the Facebook world. So always keep that in your mind. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't always have to be Facebook is great. It's a great platform in that I can slice and dice uh, users based on any demographic uh, that I want. I can say I want you know, this, this age range of women who are having problems sleeping, like being able to target to that is pretty impressive. So, uh, I, I, I think, uh, I think Facebook's going to be fine. Um, no, they will be. It's just interesting that even a company like this, again, who's one, one of the cornerstone divisions of mm-hmm. is advertising and ad sales that they sell would have a misstep like this. Yeah. It, it comes down to trust, right? Right. And um, I think they lost a little bit of trust on that one. Speaking of trust, uh, this next uh, topic I, he- I hesitate to get into, but Mac Attack Mac Macintosh here is a big Nintendo fan, and I'm sure we have one or two that listen to the program that also love the world of Nintendo. The Switch is, you know, really around the corner here as far as hitting March marketplace. 3rd. March third. Have you pre-ordered? I have made. I have put my name on a list for when something is in stock for about five different websites 
okay. for the last month. Nothing has opened up. It's been sold out everywhere. What is the update that you came in here waving your papers and your facts about? I just want to give to a quick rundown of the specs of the Nintendo Switch. Now, uh, Todd, I don't remember. Do you think this is going to be a failure? Uh, did we talk about that? Yes. Um, I'm going to say yes. Okay. I'm going to go with yes as well. Okay. Because I, I, I don't think people are going to want to look at each other gaming as they're touting now, and I don't think they want to carry around another device, but we could be wrong. Probably going to uh, well, be popular. Well, I, I think this has become a very common um, manufacturing trick. Like, they never tell you how many units they manufactured. They just tell you, well, we ran out. And then everyone's like, oh my goodness, yeah. like, it's going to be so hard to get. And so it's creating artificial demand. Yeah, and ideally, you'd be smart to do that if you're marketing, right? You don't want to uh, produce more than you got to sell. Yeah. I think Apple so, did it with their AirPods. What are your specs? My specs, I just want to go out down the list. Like uh, three, the battery life when it's out of the um, dock is about three to six hours, which is about average. Uh, I think that's actually underwhelming because you're going to be playing a video game on there. Yeah, but how long would you be going without a dock? If I go on a plane ride, I'd love to yeah. game as long as I can. I can probably, an iPad. I mean, it will last me longer than that. That's but for it sure. Depends mm -hmm. on what you're playing. True, I, I get it. But and if I'm if I'm watching a money on uh, if I'm watching a money a movie on on iPad, I think I get through at least two movies, right? True. So you've got a smaller screen on this Switch. It's built to to do as far as an i an iPad a regular iPad or iPad Pro, right? No, it's built to do more. I know, but I'm just saying this Switch, this Nintendo Switch, yes, is built. To, to game and watch media. Yes. Right? Mainly, it's specifically that. Mainly game. Yes. But an iPad is not built for that. Right. It's built to do a multiple tasks, right? Correct. I guess my, I would want a longer battery life for something that is built to just do that. It's my logic. Okay. Are you underwhelmed by the three hours? A little bit. It's three to six. I mean, if you're, they said like the main game that's coming out, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That will take up about uh, that battery life of playing that game will be about three and a half hours. Okay. So, but if you're watching maybe a movie or something, it doesn't take much processor power, so it would probably last longer, more toward the six hours. We'll find out. What's the next spec? Uh, we have it is Bluetooth enabled. Uh, price. Let's go over that. It'll yes. be three hundred dollars. Two ninety nine. You can pick up an Xbox One Slim for that. Uh, you can also pick up a PlayStation Four for that amount of money. But you can't take those on the airplane. I, I I understand that. I'm just I'm I'm throwing those numbers out because I feel like that they had to go two ninety nine because that's just what the market will bear, right? Yeah, I mean it's also they are making a profit on the hardware, so what they make is they actually sell it for more versus what PlayStation and Xbox do. They try and get you on. Uh, secondaries while uh nintendo mainly just goes for the console and gets their exclusives okay um let's i'll see. take your word for that what uh are they going to do about the wii u and the 3ds are they still selling those in addition they're going to have three, wii's been shelved three. right we itself the the original wii that I'm pretty sure that's is like not in production yeah anymore. the last time they ever came out with that was like a 1080 like but are oh they now we go high def yeah, right. And are we going to continue? They're going to continue with three products? Yes. They, uh, Seems three, like there's a lot of overlap. Three, 3DS. Um, Especially well, with the Wii U. Let, let me resell you the NES Classic Mini. So we got that. That's sold out everywhere, right? Yeah, little, that thing's great, box. though. It's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It's fine, but it... They've already hacked it. It's amazing. It's, it's, <laughs> They've added all the other yeah. ROMs. 
I just, I, 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 you can't count out Nintendo because every time I count them out, something like this happens. I just can't get behind the Switch because A, the titles that are available, B, the amount of people in my life, and maybe I'm out of it. Look, I'm almost 40. I just don't see kids walking around with DSs anymore, and I don't see people walking around with the Switch, which is another huge device in their pocket. That's my logic. Yeah, I right? I agree. I don't know. Uh, Mac, but, and I know you're infuriated right Mac, now. Mac will say the, uh, otherwise. Yes. Yeah, I, I will. How many friends have a DS that you know that walk around with them? Uh, Well, let's see, about four out of my five friends. Okay. But well, why are they, so they're going to walk around with a, a mobile phone and a that's DS? That's what I'm saying, two devices. Who wants two devices? Nobody does. When your smartphone can play games just as well. Except they can't. Yes, they can. They can't play them just as well because they're not made for games. Okay, can, let me ask you this. And again, um, we're not going to go down a rabbit hole. I, re- I want to respect your opinion, and I know Nintendo's a soft spot for you. If Xbox came out with the same device, would you be would you be as excited, or would you support it? Would you go out and buy one? I guess that's a better question. Mm, I well, I have a kind of a vendetta against xbox okay what about playstation 4 let's not make it emotional for you but they do and they have a ps vita yes and that's still the vita but the vita is it's been iterated over the years i know the vita it hasn't it hasn't become this flat screen that you can dock and it can become a different device right correct but what if xbox came out with this or, or playstation came out with this type of product wouldn't you think that they're crazy? You're like, no, people like playing your console games. They're not going to walk around with another device. No. Actually, you you want to have that same I, perspective. I would still enjoy it. Because they have a because, backpack. Yeah. You know what? It's probably true. <laughs> We're talking to the wrong people. Yeah. Like with your backpack, you can carry everything. Yeah. And I mean, you can still play handheld games at home. And the great thing about this, it's not just a handheld game. You can dock it and play it on your TV. Uh, but while wasn't that the, the Wii U's value proposition? No, because that was only docked. You could not take it on the go ever. Well, you took the controller on the go, didn't you? It had a screen. Oh, you mean the Wii U? Yes. Yeah. But it, you didn't play the full games on it. But that, but that, that was, was the... just a giant large screen controller. You, I, but you could play games on it. You could play small With... games, but you could not play the full games on it. Okay, but you could play games on it, right? Okay, so the Switch, you can play the can full, play, it, it's the it, full game. The, it's either the on the TV U, or it's on its little it, screen. With the Wii U, you plugged the game into the dock, into the console that was on your shelf. This, you're plugging it into the portable device, so you can take that on the go. And It's, it's in completely your, wireless and, and on the go. Yeah. Okay, full the dock service. Is, the dock, the only thing the dock does is make it connect to your TV. Okay. And it switches, and I'll, I'll give you a quick spec. No, in if you give me another mode, Bluetooth spec, I'm going to no. Handheld off. mode, it's... 1080p. <laughs> That's what I was going to How's that say. for a spec? Well, yeah. Those are all Finally. things we expect, though. Oh, remember that original Wii? They just oh, didn't want to do... They did No, it was less than it was actually Yeah, it was less. I'm sorry. It was like four... It was 480. If they made another gross. PlayStation... It gross. It was big pixels. If they made another PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, I would be disappointed with Nintendo. Because that's not their thing. I don't want a, a third console that is the exact same, a mirror of, of PlayStation and Xbox, where it's, all of them matters is graphics. I, I want don't want that either. I don't want that. Yeah, I, it might, we and just they've, might already, not be the they've always been it. able to carve out a niche, especially since they have all these great and original Pokemon game phenomenon. Titles. Yeah, Man. Pokemon, Nintendo, uh, Legend of Zelda, yeah, Nintendo, yeah. Mario. I, 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 you're not the only Nintendo guy around me that screams about this. But yes, 
I'm happy for you. I don't know. Even, <laughs> even the other Nintendo guy doesn't have we a DS. We are happy for We're you. happy for you. Don't yes. get personal about it. Yes. And I know you'll probably get one, and you'll come in waving around, and we will give a, a nice demo and try not to be biased about it. Fair? Fair. All right. Now, we flapped the gums enough. It's time for apps of the week. Who would like to go first? Uh, I guess I'll go first. Please. It'll be quick. You don't sound as excited. And by no, the way, Todd, I'm not. Uh, as an update for you yes. listeners, he is no longer an iPhone user. He uses in, in his in his business world, but in his private life, you're a Pixel guy. I'm all Pixel, baby. Pixel. Yeah, man. Because Android rules. It's so so much better. It's like we're in Bizarro Land. So, I hate. You know what I do? I do <clears throat> hate texting you, and you're you have a green text. I know. Stop judging yeah, me. You're a greenie. Yeah. I hate. Yeah. Word yeah. text. You know what? And my Pixel costs more than your iPhone, so that's stop a, judging me. That's not. That's not a. That doesn't make it a better phone. <laughs> yeah, but you, I know ever. how you think. You go, oh, this guy's got a green bubble. He's got a cheap Android no, phone. Uh, look, no, uh, drab T-shirt from Big Owen Dukes has a green bubble, and I will not be discriminated against. He, you know what he doesn't? He doesn't get some of my texts. He doesn't get some of my texts, and I'm like, I texted you. See, he goes, oh, I didn't get that. Okay, I'm going to show you this new game I got. I don't know if it's on the iPhone. Okay. But it's definitely for Android. It's called Orbit. And you, it's almost like Angry Birds. It's super pull, clean. Yeah, it's very modern. I love the graphics. Wow. But you basically do like the Angry Birds. You throw these little projectiles and they orbit around these different planets. And the goal is to get them all in their own little orbit. And there's this puzzle game. Well, uh... So there you go. Orbit. Orbit. Okay, I'm going to look it up right now just so if you know if we have it. I will... I actually am going to pull an audible as far as my apps are concerned. There's probably a lot of listeners right now that either have been exposed to VR at the store or has have seen some sort of a, 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 a Samsung version of VR. But if you have cardboard, there's only a... There's, there really isn't a reason why you shouldn't have thrown your phone into a little cardboard for, for Google, right? Mm-hmm. That, that they offer. What I didn't know, and I found this out over the holidays, and I don't think we talked about it, is that there are so many apps out there for cardboard. And I had to look this up because my, my niece and nephew got a little, those little cardboards that come from Google. And it's basically you build a little VR goggle for you to use an mm-hmm. iPhone. If you don't know. And they're horrible. But they give you like an impression of what is coming, like what's mm-hmm. possible, right? right? It's a nice like intro to VR yeah. where you're like, okay, I'm not going to fall and smash my face because I just lost a step. And Discovery VR from Discovery Channel, solid, solid experience. It's an app? It's an app. For cardboard. For cardboard okay. on the iPhone. Ah. Of all things. Yeah. I didn't even know they were making apps like that. Hmm. Like that there was this like cross, this cross, uh pollination world and i figured that out when i put it in i was like oh this is good for this phone i was shocked now it's nothing like you're using an iphone or yes not. you're using okay. an iphone yeah it's on my phone right now yeah you have to use the google cardboard yes for your iPhone for your iphone to experience vr right? yeah just it, it made me feel weird yeah well i if i was apple i would feel weird about that <laughs> Like, why haven't they come out with a, a stupid headset that costs $100 and it's just a piece of plastic right? so you can mount your iPhone to your head? Why won't they come out with that? Don't know, man. Don't know. But uh, that app costs money. I won't tell you how much. I'm embarrassed. At least it did during the holidays. And I was like, oh, well, at least they can use their cardboard headsets or if you want to call them that. Uh, and 
as far as, the, and I bought multiples of them, this was the best one for the iPhone. So Discovery VR. Okay, From the cool. Discovery Channel. Right. Mac Macintosh. My app of the week is called Dan the Man. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I, I love the name. It actually has, uh, it's made by. It looks like a Nintendo Half-Work. game. I'm not shocked about this. Oh. Yeah. Dan it, the Man. It It has the exact same feel of the old arcade game Metal Slug. Now, if you don't know what that is, I have a picture of that. You might recognize it. Metal Slug. Metal Slug. It looks like a Nintendo game. It reminds me of Contra, maybe for a different generation. Yeah, but it, it's like those things that you go to an arcade and play, and it was yep. in like every single arcade. Yes. It's uh, an action platformer, uh, very low resolution. I but love it's, Mac. He gets so into this. He just loves pixel games. Yes, you love pixels. That's Do why you not like Nintendo. high resolution? Do you hate crisp he, pictures? Yeah, he hates it. No, he's it, a Minecraft kind of guy. High resolution, but there is a nostalgia to the old eight-bit game. This is he the Minecraft generation. This yeah. now, is I, say, yeah. I have he's... never played Minecraft. I'm not a fan of that. Okay. What? No, I just it just was too big for me. I didn't really too like it. Big. Oh, too popular. Yeah, I, I came when I was thinking about getting on it. And I was for perspective, what you're 25, 26, 25. Okay, 25. So Todd and I are both respectively. 40 you know i'm th- like i'm 30 i'm 30 i'll be 39 a month you the idea that you look at this nostalgia eight these eight bit games as like oh i want to get into arcades a makes me feel old b opens my mind up to we're living in two different worlds and plus there's the fact that and it that's is a okay. great game it is a it's okay it okay. has different levels to like uh 30 levels and each level you just go through jump on platforms kick punch throw and use guns if you want. So it's it's a great fun 2D platform. And you and you and you play on which device? I play it on my iPad, but it's available for iPhone as well. Okay, very cool. I see this uh, the Amazon store has it. I'm on DanTheManGame.com. <laughs> you get a lot of run, a lot they, of run these days. They have uh, like a prequel videos. The guys, uh, the developers who made it, they have like seven videos of the previous of the prequel. Okay, very cool. Well, again, uh, those are all available. Those are apps of the week. Before we get out of here, a few plugs. Yeah, sure. Uh, Please download White Noise on your Xbox. It's totally free. And uh, all I ask is you leave a nice review. Xbox One, to clarify. It has to be the One. One. I'm sure that not many people run around with 360, but who knows? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. You know, my nephew still has a 360 hooked up. Yeah. I still have mine. What can I sell it for? Uh, I don't think you can sell. That's a donation. Oh, it's a donation. That is a solid donation to the Mac Hand me down. Get them on a new platform. You want a a 360 (laughs) Mac? God, no. (laughs) Everything Everything that's on 360 uh, is also on PlayStation. Do you want my Atari 2600? Yeah, do you want that? It's got Pixel Probably resell it. Actually, that I would love. Oh, my God. He he just got physically excited. He's looking. He's smiling. (laughs) The first time I've seen him smile all show. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, I'm Snapchat. I think I got 26 snaps. Oscar Santana. If you're not on it, tell your kids. You're probably on Twitter at Oscar Radio. Uh, all it's it's just a different dimension. And <laughs> wait a minute. As far as Snapchat is you're, concerned, you're on Snapchat. I've been on Snapchat. I started using it. Again. You're snapping. Yes. What are you snapping? Just pictures of the studio. Oh, okay. Boring things. So yeah. actually, I'm not really doing like a good job selling. It? No, I'm not. I'm not doing any filters. <laughs> Do you put stories out there that I no. can like? No, no, no. Watch. No. No. I mean, like I'll. I'll probably take a snap of you us. You could be like, hey, Mike's being mean again. And yeah. Yeah. And then we'll just disappear in 24 hours. <laughs> right? Is that how you use it, right, Mac? Yeah. Yeah. Do you snap? No. No. Do you do anything other than just this? I do Facebook. Okay. Just to make sure. 
Do, do you want anybody to follow you on Twitter or Facebook or find you? Sure. Find me on Facebook, Mike Michael McIntosh. Okay. That was really creepy. That's his Ooh. full real name. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mac McIntosh. <laughs> Mac attack. I think on a, that's, a, that's a high note or a low note to leave on. Oh, and we're having tryouts for our new Overwatch team. Yes. We're going to be assembling. I forgot a, about that dream team if you will of overwatch players no beasters um we are going to know we love beasters we're going to give them a fair chance <laughs> public tryouts and public tryouts and we're going to have a twitch channel we're going all in Tech baby 411 yes so join our team and that's it for the show hope you enjoyed it we'll see you next time ciao ciao this is the sound this is tech 411 the preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.